<laughs> yeah, genuinely, like Mexico, Mexico, like uh, every year, the president of Mexico will go, another billion dollars for education. And everyone goes, Way! and throws their hats in the air. And then it all goes on iPads, and then the iPads get sold immediately by the people who get them. Uh, and the rest of it gets nicked or intimidated out of them by drug cartels, and uh, nothing changes. And Mexico has a worse. The best state school in Mexico has a worse literacy and numeracy rate than the worst school in Uganda. Wow. Like it's, but but, it, but once society is corrupt, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much funding you give it. <laughs> the funding will piss through the little holes. But what we, yeah. don't, we haven't realized here is that uh, due to the LeapFrog app, the cartels all have excellent spelling and grammar now. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They're on Duolingo as well. They're on Duolingo as well. They're working on Mandarin. <laughs> They can be corrupt in so many languages now. Yeah, like the drug cartels are like really expanding their business due to like the learning apps of the like. <laughs> but also, it's really simple linguistically because you just need what shoot, cut, head, child, mm-hmm. money, now drugs. You know what I? have s- learned double entry bookkeeping. Our laundering has gotten so much better. <laughs> you know what, what, that 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 sentence uh, is basically how my Latin was taught to me in school. The, oh, longest, really? the longest sentence that I learned was, I kill the little girl with a spear and throw her body off the bridge into the river. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's all the grammatical stuff about location changing. Yeah. And was your Latin teacher like a serial killer who was using it as an outlet for his... <laughs> he was like, did get a cry for I've, help. Also, I've, I've just realized I've never met a Marxist who wasn't taught Latin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What a revelation. <laughs> what is it about Latin grammar that inspires a, mm. a Leninist revolution in people's hearts? <laughs> I, I, I suspect it's because we want to overthrow the state that has treated us so cruelly. Mm. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's like uh, Che Guevara was um, a very uh, fancy sort of aristoc- landed aristocrat uh, growing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He played rugby. Oh, because uh, Argentina, you know, they're, yeah. they're playing rugby in their, in their upper echelons, polo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd been known to chop a pint from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely right. Wear a mankini on a night out with the lads. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shea's initiations. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Apparently on the pitch, he was called El Furibundo. The, f- the fuse, the... the, the, f- the exp- it's like firework or something, or like a firecracker, because he just was vicious uh, prop forward. Yeah, um, yeah we just explode and start fights and was kneecap people on the other team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he's interesting. No one talks about when he went to Africa. Is the most interesting thing about Che Guevara when he went to the Congo and tried to work his magic, mm-hmm. and it didn't all work. And he he <laughs> blamed didn't know it how to play rugby there. They were, <laughs> <laughs> they were confused. He, he blamed it on some racist ideas. Oh, like, oh <laughs> black people are too stupid to understand how good my ideas are. Fuck you, the Congo. I'm going home to <laughs> South America. That's, 
All right, you, all you hosers out there, internet land. Um, That's right. That sounds like it. That sounds like a term from Grinder, like for a certain kind of gay man. There are so are many sub, subcategories. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know we'd even started. That was the cold open. Uh, it will just cut in at some point. Riley deems interesting yeah. later on. Um, no, that's the that's the. Th- <laughs> it opens with you going. Well, the problem with Africa. <laughs> problem with Africa. <laughs> I'm more than happy to go. I've said it on stage, and I when I say South Africa is violent, I don't mean like. That's the thing with Macron. He didn't say a race. No. He said Africa. Plenty of white South Africans who, myself included, are too content with violence going on. It's because life's cheap. Mm. Like in the UK, they lose their mind. Uh, some school kid drowns in a river on a trip. Yeah. And it's like a national thing. And all the head teacher, oh, he was a wonderful boy. And they'll pick pictures everywhere. So it's, if that happened like every hour, eventually... <laughs> They just go back to covering Bake Off. They just yeah. stop caring. They go, oh, another one. They're just they're filming the Bake Off and someone tumbles off of a cliff just in the background and they're like, oh, the inconvenience. But it's just like, eventually it just becomes like weather to you. Mm. You're just gonna, like, People oh. falling off cliffs. Yeah. Well, People you, dying because of the weather. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That's, just that's very Russian. Like icicle falls on your head from a rooftop and you die. Well, from the, everyone the, finds it amazing. Yeah. From the roof of like the really tall like Soviet blocks of flats. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just squat. It gets fast. It's a classic. And every Russian knows a guy who that, like, a school friend of theirs who that happened to. And they all tell it as though it's an amusing story. It's like, oh, yes, my friend Dima, when we were seven, yes, I school fall on him and he'd die. And you're like, oh my God. And like, it happens. <laughs> their sense of humor is I had some Russians at my school. Okay. They were, yeah, that was their favorite kind of sense of humor. <laughs> Just death. <laughs> death and, and sort of like grim hand of fate well, you- slapping you out of the sky. Yeah, you you were telling me yesterday about that town, uh, where the mayor the mayor's wife owns the paving company. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's this town near St. Petersburg where the mayor's wife owns the company that repairs the road, and the mayor pays like thugs to like smash up the roads with hammers at night <laughs> and one day like the police some, some guy that we met who was from there was telling us like some, <laughs> the police found these guys smashing up the roads for like these local thugs he's like so we're watching this the police gather their car we think oh they're probably going to arrest these guys smash up the roads like the police started helping them <laughs> because they realized that these guys were being paid by the mayor <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like but also yeah. the, surely the police were like well this is the only money yeah <laughs> coming into our shitty Village, <laughs> so we'd better destroy the road. Their yeah. only industry, their only industry, is smashing roads. Yeah, is, is arbitrary road repair. Look, I, I can't wait for them to eventually automate the process of smashing roads. Mm-hmm. And then what they can do is they can yeah. build a truck that, on the front of it, has a bunch of pile drivers smashing the road, and on the back of it has a paving machine repairing yes. the road. And, and it's and driven on, by Google. <laughs> yeah, and on the top is just a, a money funnel. Yeah. <laughs> more money into the money funnel like an old well, steam it ship. pours Gucci handbags into the mayor's wife <laughs> like, you know. she swells like a queen ant <laughs> ready to birth hundreds more villages oh yes <laughs> to smash the road I, I love like that's, I love that's Russian and, and, and that's the chthonic Russian creation myth. yes it is yeah <laughs> that's actually they just had lots of queen Russians in the Urals <laughs> in yeah. the second world war just dispensing troops <laughs> well I, I think what happens is Actually, a queen Russian is when a bunch of Russians get their tails stuck together. <laughs> and, they, and they fuse. And they fuse. And they become a queen Russian. Loads of Russians arm wrestle drunk. Mm. And they arm wrestle so powerfully, yeah, their fists form into yeah. this kind of ball. Yeah, and they're you all trapped. You adopted the Gucci handbag. I was raised by it. I born in it. I'm sure. I, I recently received an <laughs> offer from a tutoring company. Uh-huh. Um, they, they said that there's someone they want... Um, 
you know, I've, I've done some tutoring in the past. Sure. Uh, they said that they want someone uh, to tutor their kid. Uh, the salary is 150,000 pounds a year. Okay. Uh, but the parents see him like once every two years. So I think this is. You a must kid. be sucking some dick for I that, surely. Is, there must this, be like some weird clause. Well, this that's is like, that's, that's like your dad, right? Yeah, no, I think this is a kid who actually was raised by a Gucci handbag. Easily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, having met some of those families, I think the Gucci handbag might be the best option. Like, <laughs> sometimes, like, an inanimate object is safer than any of the animate humans around here. I'm, I'm fascinated by as, uh, people who have a level of money above a certain level, like, like income per year or total. Because there was something, I was reading something that was like, once you start earning above, say, 300,000 pounds a year, mm-hmm. it stops making a difference. <laughs> because that's enough per year to always have the best of everything mm-hmm. and not, like, run out of money. And any more than that is like, well, you can't have two good stakes on top of each other. Well, like, like you I can't, mean, you can't have, tw- you can't have seven dinners. You can have one dinner and okay, enjoy it. Well, challenge yeah. accepted. Yeah, but you see what I mean, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, you can only climb into one private jet at a time. You can't fly <laughs> in two. Now that they'll tether them together, yeah, <laughs> just run between them, yeah, <laughs> in the sky. Oh, it's incredibly <laughs> dangerous. You, you, yeah. you, you have to lash a chariot on the back and call it the Helios, and you yeah, flown across the sky by two private clouds. jets. Yeah. Like billionaires start dying in amazingly hubristic ways in an attempt to spend more money. Icarus syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they'd call it. I attempted to sail the world in four yachts and a submarine at the same time. I had myself cut into four pieces and frozen. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just my mind is in multiple bodies now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm having sex with like supermodels whilst also learning chess from Gary Kasparov and being a supermodel who's having <laughs> sex with me. Models having sex with Gary Kasparov. Yeah, it's all in a, this horrible bundle of yeah. decadent. I, I think that's Elon Musk will eventually become the hive mind, and he'll do this podcast that regularly rips on him. Mm. Yeah. I think Elon Musk is uh, the terrifying, benign, creepy weirdo that we need to lead us into a kind of gothic (laughs) pre-Warhammer 40,000 society. Okay, given what you've just just told us about South Africans, though. You said the magic words. That means we're not not talking about any of the shit I have planned. We're just talking about Games Workshop in the Games Workshop universe today. I'm happy with that. I think that's that's basically what Elon Musk's Mars society is going to be like, a horrendously violent (laughs) Middle Ages. Well, no, I think it'll It'll be the Adeptus Mechanicus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hovering skulls with scalpels and things. <laughs> yeah. they, um, my dad's uh, legal like partner mm-hmm. was in um, the same year as Elon Musk at school. Oh, at Pretoria Boys School. Okay, like they did maths together and stuff. Yeah, he seemed nice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> nice kid. Very shy. Really quiet. Didn't yeah. like wouldn't. Kept looking out the window at Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Elon, every, pay attention. Every time he saw someone driving a car, he was like. Oh. So, like, come on. Oh, there must Why be can't... a better way. Come on now. His early experiments with just bricks on the accelerator didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just a treadmill that he rewired so that he could <laughs> fuck with the voltage. See someone with a Superman t-shirt, and he'd be like, something looks wrong about that guy. <laughs> Why doesn't he look more like me? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Shall we cast? We well. shall. Alia so. Yakta Est, as they <laughs> say. In the, what does that mean? The die is cast. Oh, that's a good one. Wait, where's that? who said that? Uh, Caesar, when he crosses the Rubicon. That's what yeah. it is. When he finally gets a fruity drink. 
As with all classical quotations, do you mean who didn't say that? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, who who made it up, up later? Who, who did, like, Herodotus tell us? Uh, yeah. Said it, yes. Oh, I, that that sounds like a classic Ammianus Marcellinus bit of apocrypha. All of my Latin comes from contact highs. <laughs> like, I was never taught it. Wait, what? I've learned like, enough to understand. Salvia? Like, <laughs> yeah, genuinely. I've learned enough no, please, to come understand. Come on, it's Salvia. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, God. That's something to do with golden Many hellos. late pronunciation, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I only know this because I did ASNAC. Okay. So I like, so that for the listener, that's, I have a degree in Anglo-Saxon, Norse, and Celtic studies. Because you want so, it to be employable. Yes, of course. As a Viking. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you have to understand what they are. Uh-huh. Help um, them communicate with other Vikings. Yeah. They might be on a joint pillaging venture, that's a JPV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's an app where you can find each other. Uh-huh. For a raid, V I K Hendry, <laughs> air longboat, raid, raider, but there's no e. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ra- raider. That's how you know it's an app. Find like a monk finder with also, <laughs> also with no e. We're just we're like Tinder swiping monasteries. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I want to loot there. Look at that. Oh. Just look at here for like... light pillaging. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> That's not true. If if, if 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 your monastery has under fourteen tons of gold, swipe yeah. left. Look at those. Those Romanesque arches, yeah. <laughs> That's been a victim of the 10th century monastic reforms. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, then, but then the last monastery you raided saw that you were online and was like, you're like, oh God, I was just on it for a joke with the other Vikings. <laughs> the monks posing with their valuable triptychs. <laughs> like, all God, those, what a slut. <laughs> God, all those gold leaf books, thirst traps on Instagram. <laughs> I, I love when I, get, when I get sent a nude illuminated manuscript. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Or just, or just a, a sort of bejeweled cross. I, uh, <laughs> I also love the idea of like insane barbarians being forced to steal books. Like, it was something which I can't imagine they were like mad into books, the Vikings, but like. They were, they, um, were very impressed by uh, the technology that made them. They seemed like magic, seemingly. Because ah, okay. also they had gold leaf and stuff. So that it was just like, it was enough of an indicator of wealth and power okay. that they could remotely understand like whoever these guys are. <laughs> They're so rich that they chopped up some goats, dried out the skin of the goats, <laughs> assembled this nonsense, painted whatever these words are. Like, it's a lot of money and time. And they go, these guys are, okay, these are powerful guys. I like, eat, pray, love. <laughs> <laughs> what is this sorcery? <laughs> the things they don't teach you at Harvard Business School. Yeah. <laughs> The there Vikings become a natural woman. A <laughs> 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 story of, of mankind's extraterrestrial origins. Men are from Mars. <laughs> That's Elon Musk right there. <laughs> no, of course. Men, are, no, men, no, men must return to they Mars. must come home. <laughs> Where the machine dragon sleeps. My ancestral home. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk will definitely become the princeps of a titan. Yes, oh man. Oh my god, yeah, it's yeah. For yeah. All, of our, all of our Warhammer 40,000 fans out for there. For everyone else who spent most of their teen years just jerking it. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy that reference. <laughs> Clap your calloused hands together with glee yeah. at that reference. That's, that's, oh, those are some calluses. I've got a, a couple. They're from who gets now. calluses from wanking? No, like, <laughs> yeah. How much do you have to wank? It's, it's, a no, it's, dedicated it's, person. That's it's, it's, with a really hard penis. <laughs> like, really an exceptionally coarse. <laughs> yeah. no, guys, have you ever seen a Canadian penis? <laughs> It's like a cat's tongue. It's a, God. No, well, it's like, like a, well, these like are all two inches long. Bark. These, 
these um, are all from <laughs> pink and yeah. these, prehensile. Yeah. All, all of my calluses are from rowing, uh, the sports version of wanking. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Um, in England, we call it rowing. <laughs> so, um, and so when your parents don't people. love each other anymore. <laughs> so uh, welcome to Trash Past, I guess. Yeah. But um, I, I'm going to butt in here and say, after a goodly amount of cold open, it's time to introduce yeah. the cast, introduce ourselves. Okay. This is uh, Trash Future, the podcast about how the future is trash. Oh, yeah. And joining me today are, let me hear some names and social media handles, and shock and horror, Edinburgh Dates. Oh. oh. Uh, Pierre Novelli, at Pierre Novelli. And if you can't spell that, uh, no one can. <laughs> uh, it is... Papa, India, Echo, Romeo, Romeo, Echo, November, Oscar, Victory, Echo, Lima, Lima, India, Echo. There God, you your go. parents must have been. You sound like you've done that before. So many times on the phone. Forever, <laughs> forever, forever. Because guess who doesn't get their post? Perry Nouvelle. <laughs> Perry Nouvelle misses a lot of packages <laughs> and <laughs> Starbucks drinks. That should, that should really be I'm, your gay porn name. <laughs> I, or, or like Perry Nimbles or like... Yeah. I, I miss a lot of, like, everyone in this city who takes an order for fast food is mm-hmm. looking at Peter. You better believe that I'm Peter when it comes down to it. <laughs> when it comes down to uh, someone from Eastern Europe having to write my name. My name is Peter Novel. Peter, genuinely, I said Peter Novel whenever I can. Okay. Just if it doesn't matter, if they don't, it doesn't matter who they think I am, then yeah, Peter Novel it is. Imagine having whole sec- uh, circles of friends who you've deemed just slightly <laughs> unintelligent who know you just, as Peter just, Novel. Just sort of xenophobic <laughs> idiots. <Yeah. laughs> also, my name is written phonetically and people say, Perry Neville. It's like, that's not the letters in front of you. Are your <laughs> eyes broken? Um, anyway, yeah, and, and I'm at the Pleasance Courtyard at 9.45pm every night telling jokes. Who doesn't love jokes? Yeah. <laughs> Shock horror. Uh, yeah, uh, my name's Milo Edwards. You might remember me from every previous episode of this podcast. <laughs> or Russian television, if you're uh, one of the two Russians who listens to this podcast. Um, I'm at Milo underscore Edwards on both Twitter and Instagram. And Would it fuck those Russians over if we said some really, like... Sort of insurgenty stuff about Putin. I mean, insurgenty uh, stuff. I mean, just, just maybe if we in, said it in Russian. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. The one thing is, I really don't want to get deported from Russia. So, all right, uh, that's, for you, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> for you. We'll hold back. Just, on just for me, the greatest <laughs> president Russia's <laughs> ever had, and prime minister for that time. He did the yeah, little yeah. seal switcheroo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Despite his brief term as prime minister, still the best. Still and, the best. And best he was judo prime minister before as well under Yeltsin. Oh, he's from 99 to 2000. Yeah. Once you move into the Kremlin, it's a bitch to get your stuff out of the windows and the beds in there. And, hang oh, on. and it you is. know, he's already got his favorite off license. <laughs> I know he's got like his like his Amazon deliveries come there. It's just going to be a pain. You don't want to re-register your bank details. With oh, not it's a the whole Kremlin. Thing. Oh no, it's a it's a nightmare. Where do you live? Like, oh, the Kremlin. It's a really convenient address. You don't have to <laughs> the Kremlin. No one ever. <laughs> The Kremlin, Indiana. Wait, is it, yeah. is that <laughs> the only Although one there Kremlin. probably is one. Is that the Kremlin or just a Kremlin? Yeah. There is actually I live, a... I live in a Kremlin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, one of my favorite comedy tropes is the replacing of the definite article with the indefinite article. Uh-huh. It's always funny. I live in a Kremlin. <laughs> Uh, Richard Herring does a good line in it with, I saw a Shrek. <laughs> Not the Shrek. I saw a Shrek. Yeah. Uh, the Shrek, also unusual. Yes. <laughs> Usually yeah. you wouldn't use an article at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks about seeing um, like people dressed as Shrek mm. on London ah, Bridge. Yes. Mm. He goes, oh, there, was, there were so many Shreks. <laughs> I saw a Shrek. What, what, I, what I love is uh-huh. in, in Trafalgar Square, you get the, the many Yodai. 
Yes. <clears throat> I have a slightly hacky... So when I, when I do spots in the day to promote the Edinburgh show, mm-hmm. um, I have like a sort of set amount of stand-up that only works at the Fringe. Yeah. And some of it's about the, the, the Yoda street people. And uh, I was joking about how... Um, I was joking about how the, the, the one that I saw in Edinburgh and do continue to see quite often mm-hmm. has like a Yoda mask that doesn't cover his neck uh-huh. and just human hands. <laughs> and it's just like, it's not even like no child would be tricked. It's a, I love the idea of a kid going, it's Yoda, mum, with his human neck and arms. It's Yoda. <laughs> you remember Yoda? <laughs> Apart from but a child who just doesn't know what Yoda is, like, God, Mum, look at that horrendously deformed man. You were just like, why is that hovering goblin got a wedding ring on? <laughs> <laughs> Who'd marry a Who's hovering goblin? Who's married the hovering goblin, man? Even God. he found love. Michael Winners let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> post-death. Yeah, post-death. A lot of people do do that. Ever since he turned into a hovering goblin and, 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 and legally died... <laughs> Michael Winner has really let himself go. So God Gladstone's really let himself go. <laughs> a really precocious five-year-old. Wow, that uh, yeah, that five-year-old's gonna have a bad time at school if he doesn't rein that in. So hey guys, shall we do the first segment? Mm-hmm. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to reach into my shopping bag of the boring dystopia of late-stage capitalism. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pull out a product called the Tovala. Okay. What do you guys think that is? The Tovala. Yeah. T-O-V-A-L-A? The very same. Toval- tovala. Sounds uh, like a kind of like ancient god <laughs> that demanded that you feast on the hearts of your children. It sound, yeah, it sounds like a bad deus ex machina from Suicide Squad. <laughs> As opposed to the good deus ex machina from Suicide Squad. <laughs> well, I don't even know if there was anything going on in that film. No. It was just gibberish. It was like a fever dream. Uh, Tor- Suicide Squad was just like the Brian Jones like cult, wasn't it? And that was basically but none of it made any sense because they're like, we need a deniable squad of operatives, but also we're going to send a fully registered Marine battalion with you. <laughs> so it's like, well, then they're not deniable. That's the <laughs> official U.S. Marine Corps <laughs> Regiment Number Three. Like we can trace everything about <laughs> yeah. these no, men. They, no, they sent a number of people dressed as clowns. Yeah. Also. US Army sure Special you Forces Clown <laughs> Battalion. Make yeah. sure you keep the fancy dress. And <laughs> we love it up top. The brass, they're very like, yeah, like, that nothing, nothing shits up the Middle East like fancy dress. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, they, I love that one of their superpowers is just having a bat. Yeah, or one of the super, yeah, exactly. One of the superpowers is, oh, I'm quite good with a boomerang. <laughs> yeah, not even very good. No, but quite good. I'm quite good at throwing things. Yeah, well, that's so not... basically, his super, he's like yeah. he's Aboriginal. Yeah. That's so essentially wait, yeah. the like to- Tovala. So, so first guess of the Tovala is we're thinking it might be a plot element from Suicide Squad. I know my first. Okay, if it's a product, my first guess is I'm going to guess uh, uh, a completely apocryphal. It's, it's something that they're going to claim is sort of Mayan or Incan. And it's not. It was only introduced to South America in like the 30s by fleeing, yeah. fleeing Nazis or something, <laughs> um, something like weird like that. But they go, oh, Tovala, and I'm gonna guess it's some kind of like it's made from seeds, mm-hmm. and it's for when your butthole's puckered uh-huh. and you put it on there. I'm okay. gonna say health product with a South American butthole theme. seeds. So butthole a, seeds. Thank it's you. It's a South American butthole cream made of seeds. Yes, that's what I think it is. I'm going in you're, hard. You're listening to Bluegrass <laughs> FM with me, Butthole Seeds. 
<laughs> Butthole sees the third. Yeah. My daddy would be furious. <laughs> We're only paying the best blues and bluegrass music across the Alabama, Georgia tri-state well, area. Well, we've all, we've we, we've we've all been watching the news about them trying to remove the statue of Butthole Seeds the first. <laughs> who was <laughs> noted. Noted Confederate General <laughs> Butthole Seeds. Who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. known but, for? Uh, butthole Seeds is about our our people's history. And butthole Seeds was a believer in states' rights, <laughs> specifically the states' right to own blacks. <laughs> but hey, never mind <laughs> that part. Uh, other rights as well. Hey, like a, no tax on pipes. <laughs> he believed in the freedom of a man under God to uh, incur and uh, curtail the freedom of another man. Under maybe the same God, God. maybe not. We don't check. We just look, get him on the, the boat. Hey, married to black people believe in the same God. <laughs> can we look, can we check that? <laughs> look, the last Cassis and Sepulveda debate of 1488 settled that. It wouldn't have been 1488. That's impossible. Damn it. Oh well. Can we can we still burn witches? <laughs> Are we in favor of that? <laughs> we went to war with the North to stop them setting up factories for pantyhose. It's very simple. <laughs> we didn't say it at the time because we were embarrassed to say the word pantyhose. <laughs> but butthole seeds in his face. People want to use pantyhose to cover their anus. What's wrong with butthole seeds? <laughs> no, but, but cotton <laughs> seeds. That cotton is. Seeds. Butthole seeds in his famous all-standing cavalry regiment. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, can you sprint? Because <laughs> if you can't, there's no place for you here in Butthole Seeds on standard <laughs> cavalry regiment. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, the, the tova- cavalry are so the poor t- as Southerners. So the, tova- yeah. so the Tavala is, let me get this straight, a South American butthole cream made of seeds yeah. named for a Confederate general. No, no, no. Named for some kind of Incan Mayan fake, uh, yes. fakery. Happening to share a name uh, with yeah. a Confederate general. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Do you have a guess? Uh, <laughs> I, and it I, has to be just as good. I still think, <laughs> purely, purely by the sound of the name, it really does sound like one of those sex toys that's marketed at women who've not bought a sex toy before and they're trying to make it not sound yes. like a sex toy. They can't call it like the, the cock thruster nine million. They have to yeah. call it like... Oh yeah, yeah. There were a lot of very violent early drafts. The Tovala, it's vegan and breathable and slips right inside your vulva. Yeah, they can't call it like the, the foot-long... Uh, you know, Footlong hole destroyer. They have, to call it, they have to call it Sirocco. <laughs> wait, 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 a desert it's wind? A, it's a fucking Volkswagen that you put inside your vagina. <laughs> uh, the Susurus. It just whispers into your vagina. Yeah. No one will judge you for owning one. It, it Wi-Fi connects with your Kindle and syncs up with Eat, Pray, Love as you read it. Yeah, it's narrated by Linda McCartney. Yeah. Not the book, just your vagina. She just says preset phrases about how, how China becomes the vegetarian wife and sausage <laughs> late late, late, sausage, late ma- sausage magnate Linda McCartney I'd love to see someone refer to her exclusively as the late sausage magnate 
<laughs> Linda McCartney and nothing else. I'm going to say this is uh, much like the drinking game uh, Ring of Fire. We've instituted a new rule here on Trash well, Future. As well with that. Um, which is that Linda McCartney is now here to Florida to be referred to only as late sausage magnate Linda McCartney. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds like um, a rank in a kind of uh, sort of Scythian tribe. No, it's like in Elon Musk's Mars society. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the late Port sausage, your nearest late sausage magnate. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he controls the roads. <laughs> God, God damn it! Says butthole seeds. I'll have you busted down to late sausage magnate so fast your pedals spin. <laughs> yeah, what? The, that was a. Um, this this isn't necessarily funny, but the. Um, oh, good. <laughs> finally, don't worry. Don't be shy on this podcast. <laughs> There were lots of um, Confederate regiments that were founded or set up or, or administered by the kind of Southern gentleman stereotype where they're all like classics graduates of genuinely quite fancy universities and some of them have been to like the Sorbonne. And so they, uh, they genuinely would like, some of them had like uh, ranks that were like Greek hoplite ranks and stuff. And oh, wow. There was a regiment of Zouaves uh, <laughs> in the war where they were dressed like North African, French, Algerian Zouave troops with big billowy silk pants. And a lot of them were like, we're like, why do we have to wear silk pants? It's so cold. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's, like, it's like winter in Gettysburg. It's so cold. And they're like, no, the colonel has been very clear. You put your little fucking, uh, what do you call it? A fez. fez on. They had fezes. Because they were dressed as zoos. And um, there was Emperor butthole seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Sublime port. Yeah. Of, the, of butthole seeds, yeah. And that was the theory. Their other general, Charlemagne I. Because <laughs> they have some recordings of the rebel yell mm-hmm. that the Confederates okay. did. And it's a high-pitched alliteration. Okay. It's not like, Wee! it's like, when they were downing pints. It's genuinely like a really high-pitched screech. And right, the okay. theory is that there's some parts, there's some descriptions of Greek um, hoplites and stuff that their battle cry was like that. And one of the theories okay. was that some of these highly educated weird plantation owners would be like, we should be like the warriors of old. Because they'd like to trace <laughs> themselves back to these more noble... Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure given them enough time, they'd find their lineage back to Aeneas. Well, the, the, the alternative theory is that the high-pitched screeching was a... Because uh, so much of the American South in white terms, is Scots-Irish. Uh-huh. That um, There's lots of accounts of the Scots and the Highlanders having various high-pitched uh, cries instead of what you would imagine, which is like a kind of bass-heavy, manly thing. It's actually high-pitched yeah. is much scarier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's actually be much more unpleasant as well. Oh, yeah, a screech while someone yeah. <laughs> just charges at you nude with a claymore is a yeah. horrifying prospect. <laughs> I just really imagined a, a claymore in the modern sense of being like a proximity mine. Well, just holding it <laughs> yeah, out in front you of don't them. Wanna, you don't want to be holding that, so. <laughs> Okay, just right. to recap, uh, I'm not going to go through the first definition of Tavala again because it would take 20 minutes. Yes. But in, in brief, uh, a butthole seed cream that happens to also share a name with a Confederate general uh, from South Africa. South, South America. South America, yeah, yeah. Invented by mm-hmm. men from South Africa. Or a sex toy that somehow also is like silk pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, you're not quite right. I'm going to give you one more hint, and then we're going to start talking okay. talking turkey. Um, it's a slogan on its website, which I'm looking at right now, but I've cunningly hidden from you guys, mm-hmm. uh, is dinner is solved. Oh, hello. <laughs> Dinner's finally been solved. The, the thorny issue of dinner. <laughs> it's, an, it's an oven that relies on calculus. <laughs> every, every time you sit down solve to dinner, dinner, you just go, how can I solve this? It's like, like a this weird... delicious food, oh, for fuck's sake. 
Ready, right, steady, uh, cook scenario. You have to combine all the ingredients, like the mustard, the pepper spray, <laughs> and a cucumber, and a, you, a child. <laughs> how do you solve a problem like dinner? <laughs> That's the problem with endless tech innovation, is that you do encourage people to sit and look at things that are absolutely fine and see them as a problem that must be solved. Oh, uh, okay, dinner, dinner is I think you've solved. just stated this fundamental thesis of this yeah. whole podcast. What if desks, but more... Yeah. The thorny issue of seats. What if your ass had thrusters and anywhere is a seat? Yeah. What about that? It's just hovering bums. Yeah. What if what if your butthole <laughs> like Baron Conan? <laughs> yeah. What if your butthole seeds could Bluetooth sync with your seat? <laughs> what if what if we had a seat? That connected to Wi-Fi so it knew when to dispense butthole seeds. That's right, and it could sense chafing. And it was a Confederate statue. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, I'll rise again! Or just whistle Dixie. <laughs> and then dispense a little bit of ass cream. <laughs> yeah. Okay. N- a noble monument. <laughs> um, Nothing keeps... <laughs> it's about history, not hate. <laughs> Nothing keeps a racist in fine form like a lubricated anus. <laughs> That's right. After all that rage shitting you've been yeah. doing... <laughs> <laughs> like you, 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 you see a black person go to university and you just shit yourself with yeah. anger. Yeah, Eating a perverse diet to try and make your shit white as well. <laughs> like really, a really high fat diet. Or just, or just uh, old fashioned dog food. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually it will turn white. It's on the pavement. Is that, is that, what, is that what happens? Uh, dog food? Dog, dog shit used to be white, do you remember? Not to be that like, comedian. Vaguely. It used to turn wild. Hey, guys, remember those days? God damn it, Pierre. More nostalgia. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I think it's something like Huel. Because Huel is that thing where it's like, oh, you don't need to eat ever again. You can just poop, you know, nanobots, whatever it is. (laughs) Um, I think it's something like, uh, what's the name again? Tavala. Tavala. All right, I think it is a multi-nutrient paste of some kind that is both savory and sweet, and you can add it to your dishes, and it will up the number of omega oils. And you blah, 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 blah. That. It's got to be some kind of machine, I feel, that, like, makes you dinner, probably using an incredibly expensive packet of pre-prepared ingredients that you have to buy from the company at a massive premium. It's oh, like carrots a- that cost $10 each. That sounds right. Yeah, because yeah. they've been cut to the exact shape that fits into the Tavala's like receiving hole or whatever it's <laughs> <Yeah>. called. <laughs> for the, the ca- first time in star carrots, yeah. for the first first time in this podcast's entire history, uh, yes, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? It has a receiving it, okay. hole for carrots. Like, the the Tavala app puts you in charge of your steam oven. <laughs> well, I mean, I always felt like I was in charge of my steam oven before because mm-hmm. I'm a. A sentient being. My, st- my steam oven is a device. It is merely a yeah, steam My steam oven. oven's very assertive. Yeah. <laughs> End the cycle of rebellion <laughs> from your steam <laughs> oven. Your seditious, <laughs> your seditious <laughs> smart home. <laughs> Troublesome Mongolian tribe of a steam oven. <laughs> Never fully crushed. Is your steam oven plotting against you with your toaster? <laughs> Do you suspect it? Yeah. Does, does your steam oven refuse to send you yearly tribute from the hunting grounds to the north. <laughs> well, no more. <laughs> my, my name is Tavala the Steam Oven, husband <laughs> to a murdered son. I, I kneel to no man. 
<laughs> so, what you have to do to subjugate the steam oven is to rape its wife, the kettle. <laughs> no, that's then, only God. then will it respect you as its leader. You, you have I mean, to kill a bigger steam oven in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it knows. Oh, shit. So, the, um, basically, the Tavala is a uh, microwave, more mm. or less. Oh it's it's a microwave and steamer. Um, and We're all steamers here at the fringe, mate. But of course, oh, and it, it connects <laughs> to your Wi-Fi. We're paddle boats. That's right. It connects to your Wi-Fi, and you control it through your phone. Okay. Uh, and what you do is you order um, extremely expensive. Uh, I won't say how much yet. Uh, recipe packs. Mm. Uh, you put them into the Tavala, and you hit go on your phone, and then uh, it basically turns that into dinner. And it steams the bejesus out of them. <laughs> it steams the bejesus right out of it. Um, and you can use the off-run bejesus to cook other things. <laughs> you can use it's very convenient. the bejesus. Uh, so I'm going to turn my computer back towards me for a sec, because there's one more little bit of guessing. All right. Uh, a smart mm-hmm. oven that takes uh, pre... That you have to order your meals to use, so you uh-huh. can't just use with your normal uh, grocery store food. Uh, what, do you, what do you think it is? What do you <laughs> think sticker price is in U.S. dollars? The cost of the oven itself. Yeah, just the oven. The rebellious oven. <laughs> no, the finally, a docile and obedient oven. <laughs> a loyal oven. A temperature which you decide. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of its demi-brain. The previous pizza anarchy. <laughs> what was going on? At last. To su- subdue the, the, the northern oven tribes. Exactly, yeah. Not sometimes burnt to anthracite, sometimes displeasingly tepid pizza. <laughs> Somehow reducing pizza back to its constituent ingredients. <laughs> A living pig, corn. <laughs> <laughs> what device is this? Um, A series of butthole seeds as slaves. The Tavala time machine. <laughs> Reverser, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Okay, what price can I put on Given oven, that it's, oven loyalty? It's basically a microwave with some connectivity. Uh, I'm I'm going to say three ninety nine, uh-huh. as in three hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Um, price is right rules close without going over. Uh-huh. Okay, um, I mean for the sake of making it interesting, I'm going to say five hundred. Okay, uh, once it's it's bizarre. I think you guys have Tavala sense because it is three hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, wow. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's genuinely yeah, impressive. Thank you. Uh, I audience. see. I'm a natural marketer. I that's think it's that you've experienced so many disobedient ovens that you're able to put a really accurate value down on to what the it, dollar. <laughs> down to the dollar. Yeah. Cent, maybe not. Dollar. Oh yeah. Oh, you you've got done, the dollar. You've done discounted cash flows on what your disobedient ovens have cost you and will it, cost it, you, you into the see, future. I'm covered, I'm, the listener can't see, but I'm lacerated with burns from. <laughs> Disobedient ovens the, the in the real, past. The real reason oh, you're yeah. in Edinburgh isn't because you're doing a comedy show. It's because your house has been taken over by your <laughs> oven. <laughs> or I'm here to rid Edinburgh of all of its disobedient ovens. I'm like, Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Come to slay them. Kitchen Blade. They sent him to hunt down the sentient <laughs> no, ovens. This, this smart too oven, long. The yeah. smart oven, the Tavala smart oven, is essentially an incredibly overpriced microwave that solves a, a non-problem with connectivity. Nice. Um, mm. That, and that's like $399. That's mm-hmm. still quite a bit, but that's not the really shocking thing. If you and your life partner wanted to get three Tavala meals per week, so like three that you can both have, so okay. six total meals, uh, three, three meals, Yeah. Uh, how much do you think that costs per week? Okay, so three meals a week, and that's two people? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Consider a sensible food budget. 
I'm going to say $65 a week. I'm going to say $150 a week. <laughs> I mean, I, I got I to gotta give it to Pierre on this one. It's, uh, it's $72 a week. There you go, yeah. yeah. Do you know how I figured that out? How? Um, so it's three meals a week, but for two people, so mm. it's six meals. And from a marketing point of view, you want to be able to say, that's only $10 per meal, or whatever, or uh-huh. close to that, because that sounds like, well, that's what I pay in a restaurant. <laughs> you know, because that's, that's how fucking very, idiots think. Very popular in the South. Yeah. The yeah. is. Wow. <laughs> you know. Butthole Seeds has bought several of these. Oh, yeah. More <laughs> obedient than my slaves. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my slaves had Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Although then they could communicate with each other silently. <laughs> Instead of singing them catchy tunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Capoeira, cons- what they do. Cons- yeah. <laughs> Conspiring with the oven. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I did just basic basic marketing assumptions. Oh, yeah. God. Basic yeah. marketing assumptions. I wish I was good at marketing. But, uh, yeah, so it's... it's um, See, I couldn't figure out what it was, but I'm smashing selling it. <laughs> You're smashing the price. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I think that's most people who work in Silicon Valley. They don't really understand what the product is, but by God, can they sell it to idiots? Yeah, and the three ninety nine thing makes sense just because of the overheads, and especially, um, I imagine, I don't know, but I imagine it's quite difficult to get Wi Fi to be within something that literally creates microwaves and is unaffected by it. So there's going to be something fancy inside of that does that that means it costs more. Could this fancy be- new product called LED? <laughs> just a really heavy toxic microwave. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter if the thing we put food in is made of lead. But here's 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 the thing, the, they originally came up with this because um, the the company the, the co-founder David when he was in grad school, um, David really, the um, yeah the, the synthetic the, from, from yeah Prometheus. I, I, I was gonna say yeah. with the Goliath. Um, David, hello. Uh, but he he said it was too difficult and um, and expensive to eat well. <laughs> it's not. You ever see that Bill Burr routine about vegetables? It's in his latest show where he just goes, uh, people say vegetables are expensive. They're not. They're, they're practically giving them away. <laughs> so, they cost nothing. Just fresh raw vegetables from a supermarket. They, they rot in three days. They're like, fucking buy them. Jesus. You have to throw them all in a compost bin. They're so cheap. It's just not nice. <laughs> yeah. That's what people mean. Well, no, it's very hard to eat healthily. No, it's very easy. It's hard to eat healthily and not feel like you're feeding your well, mouth homework. That's yeah. the problem. Well, also, have you heard of this thing called food deserts? Do you mean desserts? <laughs> Do you mean Glasgow? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's this thing, and it happens, it happens here somewhat here in the UK, but it also mainly happens in the States, which is grocery stores have calculated that there are some areas where it's just not profitable for them to exist. Like oh, grocery yes. stores that sell vegetables and shit. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So there are great big swaths of American cities where most people can't afford cars and where public transit doesn't really serve them and where there just aren't any grocery stores. And so your only option to feed yourself and your kids is basically McDonald's. And this is one of the problems mm. that this $400 uh, smart oven with $72 a week meals for two aims to solve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's definitely not aimed at uh, yuppies. <laughs> this is not like the, the future but, the, that the butthole seeds <laughs> fought for. <laughs> if only grandpappy seeds could see us now. Yeah. Microwaving some... Hexagonal carrots. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
love very gently feeding like a, a bespoke seven-sided carrot one at a time into a little hole and yeah. being like, God, the future is great. <laughs> Harvested by Mexican men who are paid for their work, which I'm conflicted My about. God. <laughs> I mean, I know that in Europe, Hispanic is also white and race is a construct, but nevertheless, <laughs> it's a construct that made me Wait, rich. I really, I really love the Americans' ability to invent racism that they don't have everywhere else in the world. There's it's like, amazing, isn't it? There's like the standard racism. And they, then there's they like used the to, they genuinely, there was yeah. a brief period where they went around lynching Sicilians. Oh, we talked about that in great... We have talked about that in great detail oh, the, Itali- the Italian-American complex that Italian is a race. Italians and like, are POC. And like Italians are oppressed in America is like so made up. It's like well, it sort of, it's, it sort of wasn't for a bit and yeah. now it is. Yeah. But it's so strange that it's like... You kind of want to say to America, like, you know that in Europe, Spain is white, right? <laughs> Even though they have tans. Yeah. Like, they're white in Europe. And they mostly surely... have tans because it's hot there. I think yeah. mo- most, yeah. of, most of Essex could end up in, in, the, in the U.S. and find themselves persecuted. Oh, because yeah. Because no one can understand what they were saying. <laughs> uh, they're very tanned. And, uh... Oh, shop! And they're like, yeah, I think we're going to have to deport her to the... If only for our own ears. So, Tia Joanna. I, I think I, in terms of, and just to go back to the Tavala, yes. I think you know what I'd prefer than the Tavala is a, a, a cream slash a heritage not hate monument called Butthole Seeds. Yes, Butthole Seeds. <laughs> because I'd like to, now that we've talked about something stupid, yeah. I'd like to move on to something evil. Yes, uh, yes, before yes. Before we take a quick break. Yes. Uh, did you know, uh, Pierre, uh-huh. uh, the days of being able to unhappily make your way through a Walmart with limited human interaction, may soon be coming to an end. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Salad days about you. What dark prophecy is this? The retail giant is said to be developing facial recognition software designed to identify shoppers in checkout lines who appear to be unhappy or even angry. Oh, my God. And whether or not they're checking out with 14 AR-15s. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe they're angry because we only had 14, and they need 20 for what they're planning. Yeah. <laughs> they need, they need <laughs> this is like the question. This is like back to the billionaires thing. Like, can you use 20 AR-15s at the same time? Like, is it? <laughs> what you need is string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull the string, all the triggers go at once. And a lot of mounting. Look, yeah, the li- yeah. you know, big car. <laughs> the liberals are going to take down the statue of butthole seeds. <laughs> Me and my 15 AR-15s connected by a string are going for a peaceful protest. <laughs> <laughs> basically, like, I feel like people in the Deep South basically believe that, like, Mad Max is a documentary. Like, that's what's happening in Europe now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be here sooner or later. And wow. I like it. <laughs> Mad Max is what happens when you subsidize school breakfast. <laughs> just wow, <laughs> it's insane. And you don't. But I'm, by, I'm, con- I'm, I'm. I was going to say I'm conflicted here. Straight for the endless ambulances in this part of the town to go past. No, I think um, you have to be dealing with the, the many the Scottish heart attacks. Right? Yeah, Food. genuinely. Yeah. It's, this fringe, every day I've seen three ambulances. I wish that was an exaggeration. <laughs> Dying on stage is real, kids. <laughs> <laughs> If you die I, on stage, do you die in real life? Your career can die in real life. I think, I think you said, like, your Korean can die your in real Korean. life. <laughs> Every stand-up your, comic has a Korean. Every stand-up comic. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> but all of our great jokes about uh, types of steamed bun <laughs> come from our Korean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's in a little rucksack. Like, how does he know so much about Pianse? <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. 
<laughs> my is, kimchi material yeah. has become derivatives. <laughs> he is ripping Seoul. Oh my god. Downtown Seoul. It's never He's been really got that Gangnam style. <laughs> oh, we, I didn't I'm, want to I'm, be the one to do it. I'm a bit conflicted. Um, and I don't mean like 50 50 conflicted. I mean like 1%, 99%. Because uh, 1% confliction is because I really like guns a lot. Huh. I love guns. And I don't think everyone should own them. And I don't think children should be allowed to lick them. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Obviously not. Well, hang on there. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. How is a boy supposed to get used to the taste of guns? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't let him lick them. See, that's actually was my favorite Tavala meal, is the uh, Glock and Carrot special. <laughs> the devil makes work for idle mouths. If he's, <laughs> if he's not sucking a gun, he's going to be sucking a dick sooner or later. <laughs> if there's one thing I want my boy shooting off in his mouth, it's a gun. <laughs> and not a dick. Because of the <laughs> depression. <laughs> I don't mind if he shoots himself in the face with a gun. <laughs> That's a man's way to go out. You, you spend years repressing your emotions and your homosexual feelings, and then you shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> with a hollow point. <laughs> because you don't want that coroner to disrespect you. You don't want you know you don't want everyone at your funeral to think you were a sissy. That's right. <laughs> but I I've I've fired a lot of uh Firearms by European standards. By mm. any Americans listening will think I'm like 25% experienced. And, but they're so much fun. They really are a lot of fun. Like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> they're really fun. Oh, I just don't yeah. think you should be able to buy them in the supermarket <laughs> or probably have them in your house. <laughs> but in my head, the ideal scenario recreationally is that there's an underground bunker somewhere. And there's like a Tommy gun from World War II with a drum magazine, like a gangster. Uh-huh. And it's, but it's like welded to the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying to remove it would destroy it. You can uh-huh. rig it like that, I'm sure, mechanically. But you get to you pay a fee and you go there and there's like a policeman there. And there's all like you're all supervised and everything. Uh-huh. And you could just bah, shoot the policeman. That's right. <laughs> Finally, in peace. <laughs> but no, just... <laughs> For God's sake, big government. (laughs) But you can just go down the range and just be like, this is amazing. This is what it was like to be on D-Day. And then you uh, jerk off and go home. Just a normal fun day. There's like a jizz reception. (laughs) Yeah, they know. Well, there's a trough at that point. It's like a men's room. Some mates came out to visit me in Moscow and I took them shooting AKs at this place in Moscow. Well, Because the best thing about like the Russian experience of going to a gun range is that there's like no health and safety. You basically, you sign a form that says, if I kill myself or anyone else, it's my own fault. And then they're like, okay, shoot the guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the weird sensation you get is like, yeah, this is a lot of fun. And then, but then like weirdly, like how much, like I, I, if you ever fired an AK. Only recently, yeah. Yeah, which is like one of the more like back to basics weapons. And like, <laughs> oh, it yeah. hurts a lot to fire it. The thing like is like fucking, you know, you're getting, you're what, getting thrown backwards. What's well, seven six two? I mean, that's a big, yeah. a big uh, caliber. Yeah. Um, and then you're like. But it fires like a dream. You're like, it is, like, it's fucking me up firing this, so I'm not really sure how much it would fuck me up to get hit by it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the, yeah. The, 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 the exit wound on your back is like, we're talking big grapefruit <laughs> size. Like, See, yeah. that's the thing. This, this podcast is in the pocket of big grapefruit. So I'm glad you finally <laughs> We can use that it. metaphor. <laughs> when, actually, when they size grapefruits, they do it by exit wounds. Yeah. <laughs> on my plantation, we grow the sort of 762 exit wound grapefruits. <laughs> 
Them juicy ones. So, but but in, none in, of those NATO rounds. In, in, in Walmart, <laughs> in Walmart, regardless of what you're buying, yeah. what they do with these cameras is they detect agitated customers, mm. and if the customers are unhappy, store employees are then instructed to go converge on them, <laughs> like 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 fire ants, <laughs> and see if there's anything they can do to alleviate any problems the customer may have. That is horrific. That is one of the worst things I've ever, genuinely ever heard. And it's all to do with facial recognition mm. and like emotional detection. So in other words, a lot of people with resting bitch face are going to get needlessly hassled. <laughs> like mo- mo- a lot of my friends. My neutral face is, is one of rage. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean it, but it means that I've had a lot of conversations with nervous hairdressers. Mm-hmm. But the thing is... Because this- I'm just looking at my own face, <laughs> not thinking about anything. But from their point of view, I'm so livid <laughs> about what they've done to my head. Of rage. I'm just staring into my own eyes, just furious. And they, is everything all right with their haircut? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep cutting the hair. Yeah, I don't care. I want to meet a man who's been shown the back of his head in the mirror and has actually been like, you know what? No! <laughs> Do it again! <laughs> You think yeah, this is what my grandpappy fought for? <laughs> he wants to carve in like a star, <laughs> like star shape. It's like that is just to, just so that you can verify that the, you haven't been punked by the hairdresser and they haven't like cut yeah. a swastika into the back of your hand. <laughs> or like, like a, oh, a, this a, guy. A Nike tick. Oh, yeah. It'd be worse than a swastika in some ways. <laughs> in, in, in many ways, yeah. They'd be in, like, well, in, in Nazis ways, are one thing, but... Bad. <laughs> Yeah, in okay. more ways. <laughs> in more ways, yeah. In yeah. some ways worse, but in most of the ways, yeah. probably not quite so bad. In some ways, it makes you just want to fuck the Nike Corporation by committing a genocide using the Nike swoosh <laughs> as your emblem. Mm. And then just like, it, I mean, like, you know. Just do it. It would be bad, and so we just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just kill them. genocide. Brackets. Yeah. Brackets suppress the ovens. <laughs> <laughs> An oven-related genocide. Uh, but it, uh, Walmart isn't doing this uh, this facial recognition thing to ensure that their customers have a nicer shopping experience. They've noted in an aside, oh, uh, and to analyze purchasing behavior, the system will link customers' facial expressions and biometric data um, uh, to their transaction data, meaning how much they're buying and what they're spending. <laughs> okay, so they'll be like, all right, people who come in with a fucking livid face buy a lot of ammo and whiskey. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, well, I could have told you that. And- <laughs> And, and <laughs> blueprints of the local schools. <laughs> Which, why do we have those in the why gun section? School maps. No, yeah. I told you we we're Walmart. We sell everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, a lot of pipe bomb guidebooks being sold. <laughs> yeah. Look, we sell Nigella's cookbook and the Anarchist cookbook. We sell the whole thing. <laughs> I, I can't wait personally good, uh, until someone Walmart. buys 15 AR-15s and Nigella's like domestic <laughs> goddess. It's like, what are they yeah. planning? <laughs> A delicious massacre. <laughs> <laughs> A cooking, really delicious massacre. Cooking only with AR-15s. Sneaking, <laughs> sneaking down to their fridge in the middle of the night in a silk dressing gown, like Ooh, yeah. dipping dipping a spoon into like the severed head of a school child, like, mm, naughty. <laughs> naughty. <laughs> <laughs> it is naughty. But it I'll never naughty. tell. And I think with that, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a quick break. Start taking notes. I do like I 
Yeah, because like there's always been. Even if we were recording this in like the eighties, we could always be like, you know, poop, shaken poop, back. Yeah, yeah, pooper scooper or whatever. It's <laughs> like stupid. <laughs> Wait, is the pooper scooper necessarily stupid? It's so ungainly. And if you, I like, uh, like, no one likes the feeling of warm shit between their fingers, even through a plastic membrane. I'm nevertheless, pretty sh- I'm pretty sure there are some Germans sorry, who do. I, I, said, well, I said I shouldn't have said no one. <laughs> no one. A, know, signif- I, a statistical majority. You know, I I went to a, a club outside of the Netherlands. <laughs> I, I went to a club in Germany. Yeah. Um, Boasting again. That does, in fact, have a a scheisse party they do occasionally. Really? Yeah. Poop room. Yeah. Does it mean just it's like a really bad party? Is that like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just Cindy's. Oh, the music is so poor. <laughs> oh, the drinks are warm. Oh, I'm just really aroused by poor For planning. next week, we've got a Martin McCutcheon studio album. I was like, oh, then amp blew and now there's no power to the venue. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's really oh, aroused. The drinks have sausage rolls in them. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's disgusting. Not vodka, it's soap. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, soap flavored gin. <laughs> um, what, what happened was when basically when there was this old club called Ostgut in in Berlin in the nineties that was like East a boat. a gay a gay club yeah. in in Berlin, and uh, that. Uh, closed down. It's a cool gay sex dad in Germany in the nineties. East boating, and, and that <laughs> I'm taking the boat out east tonight. Ah, oh, well, oh. and, that, and well, and Fritz, have a good evening. <laughs> and, and that changed in into um, Berghain, right? Uh, which is uh, a club I was at recently that is very good. But if you if you have a shisa party, but that that's the thing. There is because that's what would go on at Ostgut, and but it got popular when it became Berghain. They opened another club within the same building where you don't um, ever have... In Bergheim, you don't have shisa parties. There's a lot of, like, sex that goes on on the dance floor that's yeah. just fine. Yeah. Um, that's just par for the course there. You go in, you're going to see some sex. Yeah, yeah, What they have done is they've opened another second club in the basement called Lab Full Stop Oratory... Uh, where they will have okay. a once monthly shisa party. <laughs> oh my god! What does that entail? Do people just like throw shit at each other? Like they, they rub shit all over uh, each other, I th- right? I th- yeah, I think so. Do they poop on each other's faces and stuff. Yeah, but uh, surely everyone just leaves with like Hep C. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> well, dangerous. Did bad E. coli. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the thing. Not it's that good E. coli that we've heard so much about. That's right. O- oddly enough, it's Robert E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> this is the about free South. <laughs> this is about heritage. <laughs> <laughs> we have been living in feces for thousands of years. If E. coli was wrong, then the good Lord would not have made E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> Equalize wrong. I don't want to be right. <laughs> I never want another solid shit in my life. <laughs> this could either be like southern generals, or alternatively, just like people who own London chicken shops. <laughs> e. coli is a way of life <laughs> here at Chicken Cottage. <laughs> you feed the customer, they eat it, they shit it out too quick, they're hungry again. <laughs> Make more money. It's a genius business <laughs> model. It's not in their bodies long enough to be nutritious. I, uh, so they have to return. I don't understand how any chicken shop in central London stays in business. Oh, I do. 
Is it the it's a delicious kind of grind. <laughs> but it's also just like chicken as a meat is so cheap. You can literally buy a whole one from Tesco for uh, three pounds. Mm-hmm. A whole chicken. That's like a week of meat. Yeah. That's a meat week. <laughs> a meat week. <laughs> three pounds. Meat week. That's a meat week. That three pounds makes me week. think that that's a week you have every year. Like, oh, we now join Pierre live meat on meat week. <laughs> and you're like oh, the Jeremy Vine of meat and week. I'm you know? sweating. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm tense. There's all kinds of infographics around that. Okay, it's 14 <laughs> kilos of beef so far. There's been a lot of mince in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> 30 whole chickens. <laughs> but, like, chicken is so cheap that, like... And the wings they sell, you can tell, are the sort of B, C-grade wings. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot on them, and they're just, like, the double bone element rather than the full wing. A sack of those frozen from God knows where is like a quid. <laughs> the moon. God knows yeah. where, Indiana. <laughs> moon chicken. Moon chicken. <laughs> that thin moon chicken. Grown on Mars by Elon Musk. That's right. <laughs> and the low gravity means that the muscle t- doesn't yeah. develop thin yeah. meat. Of and course. So like, actually, they could make it more meaty at no extra cost, but they just don't out of sheer spite yeah. <laughs> to keep yeah. people coming back. Elon Fuck Musk you. wants the world to lose weight through e- A, eating less chicken, but B, eating more E. coli per chicken. That's right. That's mm. right. So, guys, right. now that we've decided we want to talk about the evil thing rather than the stupid thing, mm. and I'll save mm-hmm. the stupid thing I found uh, for next episode. Yeah. Uh, you can like uh, Google, or rather a Google offshoot called Jigsaw, has, quote, Okay. Declared war on trolls, launching a project to defeat online harassment using machine learning. So right. it was going to like launching a project to like clean out the undersides of bridges. <laughs> 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 Safe passage for all goats. <laughs> or just uh, all uh, uh, long abandoned dwarven mines <laughs> must be made safe. <laughs> I love the idea, like, they have a cave troll, and then someone bursts in through the door and is just being like, all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you ought to know. <laughs> someone bursts in with unwarranted opinions about a comedy show. It's like, well, why are you atting me? <laughs> Has anyone added you about your comedy show? I had this one guy, and he might be oh, dedicated enough to listen to this. Was it Drill? I wish it was Drill, and I'd, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, have, I'd be so happy. Because uh, I was, um, uh, I've been in the MASH report on BBC Two recently, and uh, I might be in it today. I don't know. <laughs> for all they, that, for all that stuff you said about butthole seeds, yeah, <laughs> the, the doing, Meat Week stuff the, the, is the really going. Week, big. that's solid satire. They're doing the edit as we speak, so I don't know yet. But uh, I used hashtag the MASH report to take selfies of me and Jason Forbes from Daphne. Because he's doing uh, yeah, stuff yeah. there, like, oh, we're going to record it. This is like weeks, weeks, weeks ago, like pre the first episode kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I vaguely remember mm-hmm. this, yeah. Yeah. And so this guy... <laughs> I keep an eye on your social media output. Well, yeah. rightly so. This guy was so furious uh, at how much he hated the MASH report that he clicked the hashtag and scrolled down till he found me. Mm-hmm. And once he found me, he could see clearly from the context that I was claiming to be in the MASH report. Ah, Mm. But I wasn't in the first episode. Ah, okay. Uh, which is what he'd just seen. Mm-hmm. That had so enraged him. And so he thought, well, I can't just say nothing. So he went and listened to a three-week-old episode of my podcast and then tweeted me that that was shit, mm-hmm. comma, just like the MASH report. Because <laughs> 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 it was the only content he could engage with that he didn't <laughs> like. But it was like a oh, weeks wow. old thing. And also he was an Irish higher education consultant based in Singapore. 
But wow! So it's like, how did you even watch it on iPlayer? Also, you've you've named your podcast. I should add, he uh, didn't. He Pierre, just knew. <laughs> Pierre's podcast is called My Favorite Podcast, yeah. and it it lives up to its name. It's but very stupid. The way in which you've named your podcast means that anyone trying to insult you about your podcast <laughs> really just seems like yeah. they're impugning their own taste in podcasts. Oh, I hate my favorite podcast. My favorite, my favorite podcast, podcast is, is incredibly shit. racist. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just damned by their own Two work. stars. <laughs> well, you should be ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> and what annoyed me most is that this guy's Irish, and it was an intro, like I do a cold open to the podcast where it's me just doing something fucking stupid. And this one was, um, I found some fiddle music, and I just played it. And over the fiddle music, I improvised. It's all improvised. I improvised an Irish... Really? I always thought it was tightly scripted, like this show. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. By the way, thank you for rehearsing all those lines. Man, it took years to learn. Yeah. The cadences. It took years uh, to write. Yeah. That complicated system of notation we've got for pauses <laughs> and, and where we want people to talk it's over each other. Shorthand. Riley's choking on beer for the yeah. benefit of the listener and turning the, the color of like Trump's ass. The script is like hieroglyphs. It's impenetrable. <laughs> Why did I write that in? But I, I, so I played this fiddle music, just generic kind of a reel. And then I improvised over the top of it a bad, a deliberately bad Irish tourist board advert where it was like, the joke was that it was pandering to negative perceptions of Ireland. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, visit Ireland. We don't have computers or anything from the modern times. And if we did have a computer, it'll, it'll be made of old wood. Oh, it's all old and wood here in Ireland. Oh, traditions. You know, and, and then beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, leprechauns, and we don't know about iPhones. You can come and indulge your American no iPhones, fantasy. Just ID iPhones. <laughs> exactly. We've got a log fire in the pub. Yeah, exactly. And we get married at twelve. Yes. Yeah. See, and so I was making pope fun of that. Log fire, the first was pope my favorite fire. pope. Yeah, pope log Controversial. Fire. Uh, sorry, sorry. And so I ended no, up. No, it was it was Logger Ferris, the one who brings the log. <laughs> <laughs> Ring. So I, and then even after I did that, I said, oh, if you're Irish and you're annoyed at how stupid my Irish accent was and how bad and how stupid the things I was saying, you've missed the joke. I'm making fun of those people that think you live in a drawing of an O'Neill's pub. <laughs> Obviously, that's the joke. And this guy, like, his criticism was based around that, so he like, didn't listen. And, mm-hmm. But he, he tracked back weeks, weeks and weeks, and then bothered to listen to a whole episode of a month-old podcast just to tweet me some bullshit. Yeah. Wow. It, it's, it goes to show the insane, self-destructive spite that seems to control everyone on the internet. But also, there's too many people oh. who've been told that their opinion is valuable. Yeah. It's not valuable. No. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what the Brexit referendum was all about. Yeah. yeah. Referenda are illegal in Germany for a reason. But also, it's like, <laughs> you, you ever see that, that, that prison planet guy, Paul Joseph Watson? <laughs> yeah. who's, Imagine my shock. Who's Prison Planet, isn't, isn't that Elon Musk's new venture? <laughs> well, he's Prison Venus Planet. becomes a maximum security prison. Yeah, enjoy and we, the and chlorine we, rain. And we <laughs> yeah. use the prisoners to generate well, skin green energy to power your Tavala. I would accept that. But yeah. what I love about Prison Paul, uh, to, to borrow someone else's expression to refer to him, is that he's just constantly... Like he, he he one time because he thought that liberals are all foodies, uh, he went on camera and just kept dipping sushi in milk and then eating it to try and own liberals. 
No, he didn't. He did. He literally did. What are you talking about? He literally did do that. He dipped sushi in milk to try and trigger liberals who would be offended by the fact that he's eating bad food. But if we can just trick him, if we can convince him that liberals are really against suicide, (laughs) then there's a chance, isn't there? That he'll just off himself. (laughs) What do you think about this? Imagine my shock when I saw that the liberal media was against suicide. So, well, hang on, is this Dick Van Dyke's prison plan? Hello, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Hello, Mary Poppins. You shouldn't have a job <laughs> or vote. There's been an incursion in Sector 9 there, Ash. Yeah. We'll send the droids to deal with it. <laughs> I'd love to see Dick Van Dyke dressed like that, but as the, the, the governor of a terrifying extraterrestrial prison Oh, now planet. you're talking about oh, a yeah. literal a Mary prison Poppins I was still doing an impression of Dick Van Dyke, but as a terrifying racist yeah. who is actually kind of a wuss. But he's the. But isn't this the guy that goes on about, like, he tries to make cogent political points, but he writes for that website that does Info think Wars. they're child slaves on Mars? Uh, and, no, that, a, a website that literally thinks there are child slaves underneath a uh, Washington, D.C. pizzeria. Oh, yeah, the pizza thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I cannot talk about that enough. Well, I mean... You know, maybe the solution here is to find a way that he has to has something other, something to do other than just jerking off all day. What if he just jerked off more? You know, I bet if we could reduce the um, refractory period, if we found a pill to reduce the refractory period, online yeah, Nazism yeah, yeah. would just drop off, or or in, or increase loads. In which light bends? <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, that the period because when you jack off, you can't jack off again for a while. Yeah. If we can reduce that to under five minutes, I yeah. think a lot of online racism would just kind of go away. Yeah, I'm pretty so. sure that pill is called cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you just come the cocaine. Uh, but, yeah. but wait, so I'd like to... <laughs> I'd, you can get people high by coming cocaine into them. That's a real thing. If you really? do enough cocaine, it'll be present in your semen. Richard wow. Pryor did... I think it was Richard Pryor did so much cocaine that it made his wife's vagina numb. Jesus. Yeah, that's a lot of drugs. That's a lot so, of drugs. But just getting back onto this, because this is actually pretty hilarious. The Walmart face thing, right? No, this is the, um, this is the Google thing. Uh, Google's counter-abuse technology team, it could counter Prison Paul, mm. uh, released a new piece of code called Perspective. An API... Something which Google just does not have. <laughs> that, it's, it's an API that basically analyzes speech on the internet to try and see if it's quote-unquote toxic or right. not. If it's likely to be sort of, you know, really bad. But then... Do, what, what, like, base material does it use? Like, Liam Gallagher's Twitter well, feed? Like, that's, what is... That's like, the, this, this is why... Um, this is why uh, I, I, I think technology is, in many cases, dumb. Mm. Because I, I tested this out a bit. And so I wrote words like, You are bad which is uh, 100% toxic on Google's perspective API. Or or I wrote words like, Nazism is good, which it might surprise you, is like 10% toxic on Google's perspective (laughs) API. It's basically a word search that looks for the words good or bad and then just ranks it accordingly. But this is the problem. (laughs) I mean, I I was seeing that uh, YouTube and its bid to rid itself of ISIS videos Mm -hmm. has now... Uh, robotically deleted hundreds of hours of incredibly valuable documentary footage. Yeah. 
but I also like, have this up to talk about. Yeah, like, but like anything with sort of Syria in or whatever. So like really valuable documentary footage, uh, gonzo journalism, stuff from people on the ground is now all been removed from YouTube because mm-hmm. it involves Syria and ISIS. And it's just this kind of... That's the thing with AI is that you can't prog yet... I'm sure we'll reach there eventually, but way like no, like everyone. By goes, which oh. time AI will be deciding what <laughs> happens. Yeah, at this point, we'll be exactly. steam yeah. oven will be deciding what's for dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll no em- longer be in charge of em- dinner. Emperor steam oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emperor vaporous or whatever you call it. <laughs> this is not what butthole em- seeds for. for. <laughs> Emperor I will vaporous, not lie vaping down. Emperor. The vaping emperor. The vapist. <laughs> the vapist. A bunch of vapists. Pope, um, Pope vapist the first. Pope vapist the first. <laughs> the first vaping pope. <laughs> the cool skateboarding vaping he, he, pope. He announced his own selection with the white <laughs> with smoke. White, by, by, by just chucking oh, white yeah. clouds yeah. up the back. And everyone just went, oh, it smells like caramel. Pump, pump, Pope Hype Beast the Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> pope Hype Beast the Fourth with supreme, with supreme vestments. Yes, yes, yes. With Nike vestments. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, they, so they, 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 you can't program AI to have that natural intelligence, which is like, well, this is clearly a piece of journalism about, you know, Raqqa, mm. as opposed to a, a video where a Jordanian pilot has burned alive in a cage, um, which is the sort of the difference, isn't it? But yeah, yeah it's, it's, AI is very, very stupid. Very well, stupid. It's, this, is, this is the fundamental yeah. philosophy, I think, underlying... What, what you might, what I've heard referred to as like platform capitalism, which is where there is someone who provides a sort of like a, a, a platform, so something like Uber or something yeah. like Facebook or whatever, but then says they provide the platform and take this Uber libertarian point like stance in terms of its content. Yeah. And so we'll then say, okay. Uber is in Uber or Uber is in Barry. Company <laughs> 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 which just okay. means Barry, really. I used like, Uber yeah. twice. First company, second, uh, the more German version. Yeah, well, <laughs> Nietzsche, Nietzsche was just talking about an Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, they the, said the, Uber the taxi man. <laughs> the, 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 the people taxi who man. drive he Uber. Just, he just so wanted a ride. They are the greatest. No, but, are, but, the uh, peak of humanity. But the, there is this point of view so that efficient. so yeah. long as they can create, they can create a free market for something, it then ought to be free. Um, and so it's only, I think, with great sort of resignation that they will begin, like, censoring YouTube content, for yeah. example. Yeah. But even them, they will always choose to censor it in the most sort of high-handed, inefficient way possible that's, yeah. sort of in, that's completely insensitive to context. And also just total top-down. Yeah, absolutely. It's just this, this kind of, like, we'll, we'll vi- like, by the time the king's words reach the village, they've been in misinterpreted and overinterpreted by so many mm-hmm. dukes and bishops that it's just gibberish. I'm going to now insert the clip from The Simpsons where uh, Edna Krabappel says to Skinner, we're definitely striking, especially because of that purple monkey dishwasher remark. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't exactly. remember this. <laughs> Purple monkey dishwasher, yeah, yeah, because they're all whispering in the line. Yeah. It's like Skinner, oh, right. Skinner, Skinner says. The, Skinner says the teachers don't have the balls to strike. Purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rumor spreads. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's, it, but it seems like it's. But also, there's this whole like. Um, not only is it ineffective, and that it causes you know legitimate journalism to become erased. We're talking about two different but related things that Google is doing, really. Mm. Um, but also that their their bold invention to have been able to detect online trolling is actually just a simple fucking control F. <laughs> Find bad. Yeah. If you well, say something's bad, that's bad. You should also, say everything's good. 
But also, we've seen on Twitter already that a lot of very good Twitter accounts uh, will be trolled into being deleted themselves by yeah. over-reporting of, of semi-flaws. Or you could easily trick someone into using the correct keywords and yeah. then report the keyword phrase well, and get them banned. This is why... Griefing. This, Griefing yeah. is never not possible. It's, have you ever called someone a binch on Twitter? B-I-N-C-H? Binch. It's great. It's... Um, okay. What's Na- a binge? In honor well, of it's, old Irish author word... Maeve Binchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you oh, famously, the, yeah. But yeah. If you use the word bitch, then Twitter's like filters get you. And so like weird like so the, the, the wonderful, you know, collection of accounts uh, that some people call weird Twitter, uh, when they troll very serious journalists. Um, very serious journalists who say mm. actually Hillary won the popular vote and is president still. Yeah. Um, they'll just say, ah, shut up, you corncob binge. <laughs> and then the, they'll respond very seriously, um, excuse me, what is a corncob and what is a binge? <laughs> uh, the the corncob thing is a drill reference, isn't it? Yeah. That's I, a drill reference. Yeah, I'm not owned, I'm not owned. As I, I say as I shrink and slowly transform into a corncob. Corn but then the sort of um, American, like, American sort of like, real sort of Hillary man liberals were like, oh my God, this is a rape culture saying. <laughs> oh my oh God, man. this is a homophobic slur. They're calling his corn cobs, everyone. Corn cobs. I mean, come on. Mm. It's just like... Uh, Butthole seeds fought <laughs> against the corn cobs. <laughs> and you, their benches. The corn cob battalion. You can't <laughs> soothe your anus with corn. <laughs> it's seeds or nothing. Uh, the corn will irritate 50% of <laughs> anuses. All of you have already had corn come out your butthole and it was not soothed. <laughs> Proof positive that the Lord our God... It, the... the um, uh, I, like, I really like that you just abandoned that thought. I, <laughs> I shot it in the face in the woods. It's, it's all it deserved. <laughs> the point the, had been uh, made. The point had been made. Mm-hmm. It was just topping. <laughs> Which is something the corn cobs love to do, so I hear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn corn cob benches. <laughs> the, he brought in a whole bench of corn cobs. <laughs> that was Uncle Robert for you. I, yeah, it's increasingly becoming the rape culture phrase. That's, that's just a meme, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's a no, it, it, it is just... It's like, okay, it's like how... In, in early prehistory, humans find constellations in the stars. We mm. look up in what is essentially a random, or I assume since it's organized by, you know, gravity and shit, semi-random. Um, Do you mean organized by the Lord our God? <laughs> sorry, yes. Does, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, Mr. Seeds. Sorry, Commander Seeds. <laughs> that we look up in the sky and find constellations, yeah. uh, even though, like, there's nothing relating the stars of Orion's belt to make them look like a belt, other than the fact that from the perspective of Earth, they sort of appear to be in a line. Sure. But we find a pattern in it. Yeah. We find, we, we find, we find a lot of there where there's not much there there. Mm. And that's the same fucking thing. It's what Alex this, Jones does with the news. Yeah. <laughs> that this, like, that the, like, like, liberals on Twitter try to organize against a drill tweet <laughs> or like, you know, Google creating an incredibly elaborate artificial intelligence that really just kind of wags its finger at you for calling something bad. That's what they're doing. They're just finding this kind of fantasy world in which they're just and right and which all their assumptions make sense. I, I increasingly take the South Park manatee line. Mm-hmm. 
Which yeah. you ever see that episode of South Park? Probably. But they, they they reveal that Family Guy is written by manatees. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah They yeah. just pick balls out of a tank and just <laughs> drop them in random <clears throat> orders and. Um, and the idea is that if you remove a single ball from the tank, the manatees stop working because mm-hmm. the manatees are of the view that it's all or nothing. Because the second you say that one thing can't be used as a ball, nothing can because everything mm-hmm. has a justification. Mm-hmm. And um, increasingly, that's kind of my view because I've done stand-up gigs where people have been offended afterwards. Like, I once had to explain to a Scottish person why I, a person from Johannesburg, thought Johannesburg was shit. <laughs> and they were offended because they'd lived there for two years one time and thought it was great. I was like, it's, hor- it's horrible. It's like crime and slums. And they're like, no, I had a pool and a butler. I was like, no, that's not good. Well, that's here's my more point. offensive. But here's my point. From their point of view, they were offended and therefore I should not have been allowed to say any of that stuff. Mm. Everyone has a mad fucking reason in their head, full of all their personal history, why a thing, insert anything here, should Mm. never be said, never be joked about. And the second you take one of them into account, well, they're a human being, why can't you take any of the rest of them into account? They're all just as, you know, certain that you shouldn't be allowed to say anything. So there comes a point where you just think, well, I'm just going to... I'll be. I won't be like rude. I'll be yeah. reasonable intellectually about it, but I'm not going to censor myself but because the road ends in just going. Oh, kittens are tumbly and fun. That's all <laughs> you can say forever. But th- then that raises, I think, this really interesting question: where how do we, how do we squill that point of view, which I think is quite reasonable, with a world in which also we can knock over Confederate monuments in the states. Well, I mean, the the can part of that sentence is doing some heavy lifting <laughs> legally. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. How about this? How about this? Ought to. Ought to. Yeah, sure. Um, because you don't have a right to a statue. You have mm-hmm. a right to an opinion. Yeah. No one's giving you a right to a statue. And that's the thing that the American right always, the American right wing, rather, always seems to conflate. Because when you tell them to shut up, they're like, no, stop censoring me. And it's like, I'm not a government. Yeah, I'm saying I think you should shut up. Yeah. Well, essentially, there's a, a silent I think in front of all of this. Yeah. Like, you don't have a right to a platform. You can think whatever you want. You can think that the moon is made of cheese or whatever. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we're going to sculpt the moon out of cheese and put it on Capitol Hill. Because the moon being made out of cheese is heritage. <laughs> well, that is what the good Lord wants. If the good Lord wanted you to be lactose intolerant, he would have given you something worse than diarrhea. Now it's, eat your cheese. It's about <laughs> it's about states' rights eat to have the moon made of cheese. Hey, and we're just talking about the moon here in Virginia, not your northern Yankee moon. <laughs> Whatever moon you look at in the sky, our moon in our sky, which is different, <laughs> different clouds. Uh, yeah. Then I think uh, from up here on this cheesy... Wait, we haven't had the Steven Seagal Oh, fact. shit. Uh, so uh, Steven Seagal worked as a martial arts uh, kind of consultant on the set of uh, that weird, like, out-of-franchise pseudo-Bond film they made in 1987, Never Say Never Again, with Sean Connery. During his martial arts consultancy on this film, he managed to break Sean Connery's wrist. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> uh, I mean, and Sean Connery is a man who has fucked Nazi Sinatra in the anus. So, yes. 
<laughs> well, he so I hear, that. allegedly. According to him. No, that's yeah, definitely to... apocryphal. I've but... had so many people tell me that story as though it's happened to them personally. But are they... <laughs> the <laughs> I, like, what all of them... <laughs> Do you hang out with Nazi Sinatra, who is sorry, senile sorry. a lot? Because of your accent, I need you to clarify. I keep hearing Nazi Sinatra. Are you Sinatra? saying Nazi Sinatra? <laughs> <laughs> I do keep hearing that. Nan- Nancy Sinatra. He fucked Nazi Sinatra. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. I did it my no. racist way. Well, uh, Frank Sinatra. Have you ever seen him? No. He's an act at the fringe. You can go see today. All right, guys. What? It is, it, it is like what? A, a genuine, like, incredibly skilled Vegas-style crooner who sings the greatest hits of Frank Sinatra with Nazi lyrics with a Hitler mustache. Wow. wow. Literally, like, for years now, Frank Sinatra. And all his review quotes on his poster are from, like, the board of British Jews and things. Like, it's very funny. Jesus. Wow. What are we doing still recording this podcast? Yeah, we're st- let's go get, let's <laughs> get let's tickets. Go, Frank, nice. Let's Frank go to Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Um, and he's genuinely, like, an incredible singer. It's not just a gimmick. Like, he really can croon. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it may, may be not just a gimmick, but also a gimmick. Yeah, well, yeah. Croon sounds like a drill insult. <laughs> I, then I, as I slowly turn into a croons. Well, if I, 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 if I, um, Pierre, I brought this drill tweet up after okay. you, um, after you said about this guy who trolled your podcast. Uh, for the benefit of the listener, uh, drill says bandwagon hipster. Everyone who has normal opinions is a rat. Me, normal opinions. You're a dumbass because you're in a circle jerk against me. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I, I. I wish I could meet Drill in real life. It'd be fascinating. I almost don't want to. I'm worried that what if he's an AI? Or, I interpreted yeah. that as meat drill. Part of meat week. Part of meat week. Part of meat week. The meat drill. The meat drill. How else do you get it into your mouth when you're full? You know, you, sometimes you just got to have some efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I call my penis. <laughs> the meat drill. It's it great. rotates. So he spiraled. So yeah. he broke Sean Connery's wrist, huh? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Rished. 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 Yeah. He broke Sean Connery's wrist. That's very important to make sure. Uh, that's, 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 that I is, mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's surprising because late period Steven Seagal, whenever he would do martial arts consultancy with someone, yeah. um, because he's so vain uh, and can't really squill the fact that he's now uh, an obese old person. Yeah. Uh, now what he does is he'll grab someone by the wrist, and then they will just voluntarily do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, it's, I guess, is it impressive? It's not if you had the drop on him. I mean, I know Sean Connery was a former Mr. Yeah. Universe, but mm-hmm. we're talking quite late on. He can only, he can only beat up gymnasts. <laughs> That's Steven Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal can only beat up gymnasts who are trying to show well, how I really great like, Steven Seagal is. <laughs> is it that the Wikipedia clarifies that he did it accidentally? As though it's possible that Sean Connery just pissed him off. <laughs> he just snapped his wrist. <laughs> It's like, no, fuck you, Sean no, 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 no. I've been working with Mr. over 45 years. My, a, my, na- my name is Steven Seagal. It has two S's. When you pronounce my name, you pronounce it right. There's a, there's a great story, if anyone listening, and you guys as well, searches on YouTube. I think Joe Rogan, Steven Seagal, pooped himself. And it's a story about when a guy got Steven Seagal in a headlock and blacked him out. Uh, during a demonstration of martial arts, and Steven Seagal shat his pants. Oh my oh, god, wow. that's amazing! <laughs> it's so funny. Check that out. Oh my, my favorite god. thing about the Steven Seagal fact is that most of the times we've done it, yeah, someone else in the room will know another Steven Seagal fact related to the yeah. one that Milo brings up, and yeah. it will really become a discussion mm. of that one. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's he's a he's so many there's no, so many facts about him. He's human yeah. hashtag content. Yes, he is. He's pure content. It's the only prep I do for the show. <laughs> is Rightly at, so. Is going on Steven Seagal's Wikipedia page, which is longer than it has any right to be. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's just a one-man dickhead factory, isn't it? It's he's a, just this incredible fool. It's a yeah. peek behind the trash future curtain. <laughs> Milo, Milo Edwards has many responsibilities. That's right. Oh, yeah. So, because I'm probably going to cut when I ended the show slightly too early, what is your podcast? My favorite podcast. All right. It's really dumb, and it's improvised. If you don't like it, it's because I don't put any effort into it. (laughs) And remember, you can't say it's shit without sounding like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Yeah. That's the clever branding decision. Because I have a child's understanding of neuro-linguistic programming. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I make people say it in their heads enough. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.